You're listening to Unsolicited Yarn with Faith, a podcast about everything and anything. Pure vibes, pure cruise. Let's get into this episode, baby. Before we start this episode, I would like to take a minute to honor the victims of the Kaduna train massacre. Nigeria happened to you, and we are so, so sorry. May you please rest in perfect peace, and may God comfort your family and loved ones. Okay, welcome back to season three, episode three of Unsolicited Yan. Um... Before I start this episode, I would like to say all views expressed here are 100% my own. Um, And yeah, so let's get into it. (sighs) Nigeria. Okay, so I'll start with what triggered this episode. Um, What triggered this episode was the Kaduna train massacre. Um, Last week, I think it was Tuesday, bandits attacked a train... That was on its way from Abuja to Kaduna, about 55 miles out of Abuja. The train got attacked. They blew up the railroad with explosives and then they started shooting. And a lot of people died. One of them was Dr. Chinelu. She actually tweeted when she when she got shot um, and she actually passed away. From what I heard, she was supposed to leave Nigeria to go abroad um, a couple of days after, which was i think the shooting happened tuesday she was supposed to leave nigeria on friday and you know like the saying says nigeria happened to her and two days before that the national whatever the, the airport for the state of kaduna got attacked by by i don't want to say it's the same bandits but it got attacked by bandits and they came in did a shooting spree um and people got attacked so hence why a lot of people decided not to use the airport And in reality, with Nigeria, a lot of people couldn't even use the airport because Nigeria is having a diesel shortage right now and lots of airlines are not operating. Let's say a flight was like, let me use Nigerian um, American equivalency. Flight before this diesel problem was $300. Now, flights are now um, $1,500. That's the jump because there's no diesel. And some airlines have just stop operating because they cannot afford the price of diesel in an oil-producing country. How about that? How about that? Anyways, so the shooting happened. And you know, our incompetent leaders, I'm not going to say their name, Mr. A came out, was doing fake inspection, blah, 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 blah. Like, they did not know that that was happening. And if you read the story of these train stations, a lot of things always happen around there not as bad as like traveling on the road or you know some other things but anyways and then if you don't know that the the attack happened in kaduna kaduna or on its 55 miles out on its way to kaduna kaduna is not really a safe state they have massacres all the time gunmen will just come 34 people died today next week is 50 something next week is 100 next week is a whole village rampage girls taken raped so many things in kaduna and this has been going on for the past heavy this past four years but it's been going on for a minute so when i saw that i was very triggered i was already angry then woke up came and 
yes, I'm happy my country is playing the World Cup. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a bad belly person. But I was like, we have misplaced priorities as a country and as a people of a country. Let me explain. Because a lot of the conversation on social media was just focused on having bands, at least in the diaspora, because I follow a lot of Nigerian Twitter and I didn't notice that because they were all focused on the massacre that happened. Um, that's where a lot of the tweets were going on. There was also something happening with the Lekki Gate. So people were just, a lot was going on. And Nigerians are stressed right now because of a lot of things going on in that country. So I just felt like a lot of the stuff from Nigerians in diaspora, which is my main audience on this podcast, was very... It was giving out of touch. It was giving... I only use the country when I want to. Like, it was just... That's what it was giving. And I was just like, okay. Like, and I... When I said that, and I tweeted that I was happy that they lost. Some people were kind of... They were kind of like, I don't see the point in tweeting that. What is losing? And I said... I'll give an example. If I am a poor man in Nigeria, I live on let's say five dollars a week i have i'm feeding four kids what does iwobi winning oh sorry what does nigeria win winning world cup do for me yes okay i get it soccer is is a huge part of our culture soccer football sorry football football is a huge part of our culture but i have bigger fish to fry so it's like even the players to get to the to get to the, the the place where they were playing the game they had to put heavy security because of nigeria the and they, don't get me wrong in america they have security too but nigeria is next level like they're over here running around with like 20 army generals to, to escort them the same game there was bomb threats so it's like what's what's what are we this is for diaspora because first of all i would never say this to people in nigeria what are we actually celebrating i mean what about nigeria is worthy to be celebrated or people like oh well we have afrobeats who they see from the afrobeats money like i'm sorry when whiskey gets his stuff he pockets it and obviously yes no i get it whiskey don't own nigeria nothing he's not his job to feed nigeria but i'm saying like yes afrobeats yes nollywood but it's a small select of people that benefit off of that like what is a nation if the majority can barely eat like i know okay yes we've got national recognition and people respect nigeria in this industry in the entertainment industry but i i don't know that's just not it's great don't get me wrong but i think that should be priorities for nations that are already established you can't be doing that when your country barely has water if they come to film music video is generator that they used to film it if they come to if they come to shoot um nollywood movie netflix comes to shoot nollywood movie is generator that they used to shoot it make make it make sense like there's no stable electricity but like what anyways so that's that so i got really triggered i think i was just not triggered with people but i was just very fed up with nigeria because there's just a lot of nonsense going on complete aren't nonsense and it doesn't help that it's also election season coming up so the nonsense is like heightened up a notch the absolute kissing of butt by politicians people that didn't care about nigeria they're forming that they care now like politicians wise so i was like you know what i'll do a state of the union imagine you know but and i'm just i'm just kidding but i'll do a state of the union and kind of talk about the main things that are like really pressing issues 
and hopefully god we get a good liable candidate because right now nobody deserves not even one quarter of a vote like 0.00005 they don't deserve it not one person at all in nigeria and yeah so i get into it so the the number the three pressing issues that are going on in nigeria right now specifically insecurity i think that's the biggest one insecurity the extremely expensive high cost of living and then obviously poor health and wealth infrastructure um and then there's so many other things too our economy is so bad i mean dollar to naira rates somebody check it right now it's so high we are the we are on one of the highest oil producing countries in the world in opec and we don't have diesel the amount of money nigeria gets from oil but we don't the masses the citizens don't even see it because one person or a group of people are sharing it like it's souvenirs at a wedding it's sickening that you don't have there's no hospitals you can't go to a hospital in nigeria and say hey i want and you know obviously america's healthcare system is not that great but in america they would treat you and then bill you in nigeria they don't do that Mon- no money no treatment and i have n- i know a lot of people that i i know a, a kid he went to school in nigeria and he was playing at school he had a concussion and when they rushed him to the hospital there was no oxygen or something about generator anyways he passed and those are those are examples of stories of things that happen there's no doctor here this one doctor is on strike um the, let, let's not even go into education asu the i forgot what what it stands for but it's the federation of students college students college students in nigeria are not going to school majority of them the ones that go to public universities i can't imagine like georgia state kennesaw uga everybody just decided to go on strikes for two almost two three years now and how many people can afford to send their kids to a private school in nigeria the number one public school that public schools that they have public university sorry that they have they can't even go and then let's not even get into little kids that can't even go to school because their parents can't afford school fees or they have to help their parents make money they're hawking water and stuff on the streets little little kids less than five years old why because their country failed them and so let's get into i'm going off on tangents now but let's get into insecurity um this is the biggest issue in nigeria to the point that investors even though i'm not happy that they're there investors like some chinese countries companies and um people like shell they've had to leave nigeria do you know how long even though they're greedy do you know how long shell has been in nigeria for a very long time and they decided to pack and go because of the level of insecurity that is in nigeria and let's get on to like daily insecurities for example people i know somebody whose aunt was going on ibadan lagos expressway that's like going from alabama to georgia and you're going on 285 or something and that road they kidnap people a lot and then what they use them to is either they sell their body parts or um they use them for sacrifice i don't know who's sacrificing to get money in nigeria but that's another conversation for another day and people people go missing and it's like these are simple one hour one hour 30 minute 
car rides on public transportation in lagos brt buses people can't even go on there because they raw people in lagos there can be standstill traffic and they call them area boys but like the Amer- american equivalent of thugs they'll just come they'll raid the whole traffic because in, in lagos and that's another conversation traffic is standstill they'll raid it raw people do so many things in traffic in broad daylight like can you imagine or people i remember when we were growing up in nigeria every almost every weekend maybe say friday saturday sunday amrabas would come they would raid you just be hearing doom 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 like everywhere and they'll just your parents will tell you keep your head down keep your head down and it's like that's not the way to live like who wants to live like that so oh god this is triggering okay that's the conversation with insecurity and then let's get into inflation the cost of food and living in nigeria is expensive now if you come from the u.s or from another country obviously nigeria won't be as expensive to you but if you're making the average government worker these are people with government job salary job makes about from last time i heard thirty thousand naira thirty thousand naira is about um, i'm gonna say 50 55 dollars on the exchange rate from last time i checked that's the equivalent of thirty thousand naira. 55 dollars a month imagine a family of five please what is 55 dollars a month going to do if you're if you don't have a car it costs you how much to get on let's say after that 55 five dollars to get no out of that month 15 dollars to get um to transport back and forth from work from that same money you have to feed your kids from that same money you pay a monthly nepa bill which is electricity bill so where does that leave for you to eat where does that leave for you to pay your your child's school fees to buy your child necessities for school if they're even going to school so many other things if you have children in college how do you pay for your children in college how do you pay for their room how do you pay for their board okay so that's that <laughs> and then last is poor health and welfare infrastructure um there's this page on instagram it's called kokun kokunu i don't know k-o-k-u-n foundation and what that guy does he goes around and he feeds actually now he has a food bank and they feed people all over nigeria not all over nigeria sorry all over lagos and the amount of people that come every month to get food from the food bank and don't get me wrong america has food banks too but in nigeria the hunger is heightened because people can barely afford to eat if you give somebody in nigeria there was a guy um on there he was on the streets he had a wife and kids and he was eating okay so let's say your normal serving of fufu they divide it in half and then um he was eating fufu and like okay let's say like stew stew has that oil on top or it was basically fufu and water that's basically what it was and he was eating fufu and water but colored food water basically please how is anybody supposed no meat no nothing just fufu and water and i'm sure that probably cost him a lot of money to afford and homes people's shops get burned down because there's no system homes are collapsing look at the lucky and that's even rich people. The the Ikoi 
collapsing of buildings because there's no proper system. There's no system in Nigeria. There's no system. There's no freaking system. You don't have a database of citizens. You don't have a database of anything. So there's no way to even cross-check if funds are even being used well. Nothing. It's just... I don't even know how to describe it. Like, that place is just... It's lawless. There's no system. There's no anything. And it's like, they've been going for so long. And I feel like Nigeria is about to hit a breaking point. And it's so funny because today, a lot of leaders came out that usually don't talk. And they said a lot of things. And I'm like, you know, and I, I, I pray with a lot of people about Nigeria. And, you know, we have this conversation and we share things that, that God is showing us. By the way, if you listen to this, I'm a Christian. So that's where I'm referencing God. Um, and I'm not apologizing about it. But <laughs> anyways, so Nigeria is such at a die. Critical, critical, critical point. And it's so and people don't vote, not because, you know, like in America here, they put gaps and stuff. People don't vote one because their vote sometimes majority of the time doesn't count because they decide for them. But. We're push, they're pushing this agenda now that like it's important to go vote. Make sure they count your vote. And with social media, that has helped a lot because sharing these videos about, you know, let's say, for example, when they vote in Nigeria, they'll take the ballot and go burn it. So then half those votes are missing. They'll not give the vote to the party that they want to win. But if people stay there and count the votes, that won't be able to happen. So all this to say where is nigeria now we need such we need a great 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 leader and none of these candidates are good but let's just pray something happens between now and may next year or whenever the election is specifically we need a leader that's it's not just mouths and nigeria is obviously it's not one day um me and my dad have this conversation about how there's a lot of cabals in nigeria a lot of these um, let me see how to say this without getting without putting my myself in trouble. A lot of these rich people, rich, filthy rich people that our artists sing about in songs, that some of the cabals, the people that control Nigeria secretly, that nothing happens without them. A lot of them are the ones controlling Nigeria. So we Nigeria has to defeat those people first before we even get down and start defeating system-wise and going from states to local government to senators and so many things but we need a great leader we need a leader that can stand a leader that's not afraid a leader that's not that doesn't have any godfathers that puts him there that's the number one issue in nigeria and right now i'm not going to mention names but a lot of them are very trash actually all of them are trash so if you want to pray for nigeria pray that god raises a very very good leader and for us here in the diaspora I want us to come out of, how do I say these, these fantasy that we have about Nigeria. And I get it. Nigeria is a great nation. I love being Nigerian. I'm not proud, but I love Nigeria. As of this state of our country, I don't, I'm not proud of Nigeria, but I love Nigeria. And I think I want us to come out of this false fantasy, false reality we have of Nigeria, this Jollof Wars like so many things it's just you know like yeah come out of those fantasies whatever it may be and and, and face reality and also bring awareness to issues you know it's like for for example and nothing to afrobeat artists if davido and whiskey are fighting today 
you'll see like 20 billion nigerians they'll be arguing there like the video is paying their salary but if you ask them hey what's going on in your country what's the state of your country what's this what's going on in your states you can't say it's like there's you can't be you can't choose and pick when you want to be nigerian it doesn't i don't think it works like that yes we're all nigerian if we're born here it doesn't matter we're all nigerian but i think we need to be more involved as far as we can from here obviously we're very limited but yeah just come out of that false reality like it just pisses me off every time jollof was you don't do like it's okay and i get it it's funny it's cute but like like i was saying the other day the country you're arguing with they have stable electricity do you know who funds ghana's electricity nigeria and do you know what nigeria just experienced a crumbled electrical system but yet we're able to supply ghana with electricity but our country doesn't have electricity so like the country you're arguing with we are not mates they have electricity they have water i'm not saying ghana is perfect every country has their own but you can go to Ni- ghana has a huge i'm going off on tangents now but ghana has a huge tourism thing because it's safe tourists can't come to your country if it's not safe and nigeria is so beautiful there's so many things for the world to see great people but when the country is not safe because people a lot of times crime is equivalent to the leadership when you have poor leadership and there's poverty people resort to other means to provide and that's that's the real solution to insecurity if you give people jobs when people graduate a lot of people graduate in nigeria don't have jobs like 90 percent of graduates in nigeria are not doing what they went to school for they're probably doing some side hustle because the system failed them so that's why you see people resorting to crime and so many things that and yeah i don't i don't have a solution to nigeria all i can do from here is pray and take care of my family back home that's all i can do but i think it's our job to always and you can there can be two truths that nigeria is great in the entertainment industry but we're also really crappy as a nation and we need to get that fixed there's no there's no need to push one agenda it's like people that go back home and they're showing off their mansions yeah your daddy built a mansion but like the rest of nigeria doesn't live like that you're in the like top 10 percent technically so it's like that's not nigeria i know we want it to be nigeria but it's not nigeria so yeah i i pray i hope that this you know intrigues something about you talk to your family back home right talk to your family back home i'm saying that with caution because you know talk to your family back home see what's going on with them stay updated on the news there's a lot of news sites there's gazette there's the guardian nigeria there's channels television where you can watch the news directly and see what's going on in nigeria stay involved to what's happening and i i tell i told somebody that i said nigeria is about 10 steps away from being a mini ukraine just like that and i think the east is seeing that Igbo land is seeing that right now because boko haram used to be a, a northern problem but now it's a Igbo problem and they're infiltrating before you know it terrorism has now become a nigerian thing we can't travel back to our country because they ban no fly zone or whatever um airlines don't want to go there we don't want our country to get like that so we need to fix it now so what what we can do here is raise awareness on social media so that's it if this sounded like a rant i think it was so yeah it is 
and yeah thank you so much for listening if you agree disagree i would love to hear your opinions i love talking about politics so i would love to hear your opinions on nigeria and what is going on and what you think solutions are and i and don't think you're too small like you know we all play a role we're all nigerians for a reason um so yeah thank you for listening to another episode of unsolicited yan i'll see you next episode bye bye So that's it for this episode of Unsolicited Yan. If you have any questions, comments, or reservations, don't forget to hit us up on our various social media platforms or email us. And don't forget to share with your friends too. See you next time.